Welcome to the Worthy Bitch Podcast, the place where we discuss all things self-worth so we can stop living life as a victim and start living life on purpose. My name is Autumn. I'm your host and the creatrix of The Worthy Bitch. I am so excited that you have made the decision to embark on your Worthy Bitch journey. Now let's dive into ourselves. Welcome back to another episode of the Worthy Bitch Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about cup of season don'ts. So what do we need to avoid? What do we need to not do during cup of season? That's what we're going to discuss today. How do we keep our kappa in check? Especially especially those of us who have a kappa imbalance or a prominent kappa dosha already as it is. I mean, nobody wants to get all flabby and sad during the cold, wet kappa season. So you may be asking yourself, how do I avoid depression during the winter months? Or how do I keep my energy up so I don't turn into a sack of very delicious but sad potatoes? Well, you don't have to be depressed all during the winter time. I used to struggle with that so much. Trust me when I say I never thought I would be saying those words that you do not have to be depressed during winter time. Something about the cold, wet is just so dwelling to me, but I have learned to embrace it and each year gets better and better. And you don't have to be all sad and lazy just because it's cold outside. But I mean, if that's your thing, you do you, boo-boo. Okay, so we're going to do a brief little, this is going to be a two-part series, so first we're going to discuss the don'ts, and then for part two, it's going to be the do's, so stay tuned. First, I'm going to tell you what not to do, and then I'll tell you what to do. So first, I'm going to give you a little brief rundown of kappa. I have a full episode all about the doshas, and then a full episode all about just kappa. If you want to check that out, kappa 101, I will link that in the show notes below, so you can check that out and get a more in-depth understanding of kappa if you're not familiar with the doshas. So first, we're just going to discuss a little bit about kappa, what it is, what it needs, just really quick run through, and I'm going to tell you the don'ts for kappa season. Because like increases like, and if you are in kappa season, your kappa is just going to go up. That's just the way it works. It works the same way with all the other seasons. So kappa season is the spring and the winter seasons. We see kappa in the earth and the water elements. So spring and winter makes a lot of sense with the earth and the water elements. Springtime, there's a lot of earth. There's a lot of you know birth happening and not a lot of life springing forth. That's a very kappa energy and um, water in the winter time. That's we have a lot of snow. It's a lot of going internal. So spring, winter, earth and water, and we also see kappa during the times of six and ten, both in the a.m. and the p.m. So this is early morning and early evening. I think on my other episode I said it was dawn and dusk. I don't think that's actually accurate. I think that's for Vata. So just to correct that. Um, so what does a kappa need? Kappa needs warm, energizing, stimulating, and detoxifying qualities. Just keep that in mind as we go through these characteristics. Kappa needs warm, energizing, stimulating, detoxifying. So how can you spot a kappa if you're just, if you want to know based off of your body, if you are a kappa or people that you see 
let's just talk about some of the characteristics of how to identify a kapha and I just want to say that everybody has all doshas within them there's vata, pitta, and kapha we are made up of all of them but we usually have one or two that are more prominent than the others it is very rare to be completely tridoshic I don't think that really happens anymore it's almost like the avatar the last airbender he's like all three he can he can master them all okay so Kappa characteristics. Kappas tend to have a larger frame. They tend to gain weight a little bit easier than the other doshas. They have big, beautiful features, big, beautiful, bright eyes that are usually a bluer color, lighter color, um, big, voluptuous, thick hair, um, thick lips, moist, wrinkle-free skin. They have all those juices flowing through them, and they usually have a paler complexion. If they're going to get spots on their skin, they're usually going to be white spots. And so if you notice that, and sometimes, you know, we'll get different color spots on our skin, but if you notice a lot of your spots are white, then you might have a prominent kapha dosha. So how do we recognize the kapha in the mind? So let's talk about a balanced kapha mind. Some of the qualities are they tend to be very structured, um, they love routine. They like things the way they like them, and they do really stick to a routine. They're very calm, sympathetic, courageous, nurturing. They're loving, and um, just kind of think Oprah energy. Every time I think of Kappa, I think of like Oprah energy, Mama Bear. Okay, imbalanced in the mind. So when the Kappa is out of balance in the mind, how does that show up? It shows up as oversleeping, lethargy. Um, attachment, depression, which is living in the past and holding on, putting others' needs ahead of your own, and um, greed even, holding on, attachment. Um, how do we recognize an imbalanced cup of body? So we can see that as congestion and mucus, and I'll get into that a little bit more later on. Um, coughs and colds, um, kappa is ruled by the chest, or it, it the chest is ruled by kapha, however you want to say that, and so when you start to have issues in the chest, it is associated with the kapha dosha, so coughs and colds, um, infections, your body's not able to detox itself, and it holds on. Thyroid issues are also a kapha imbalance, um, usually leading to weight gain. <clears throat> okay, so the guna. Guna is the Sanskrit term for quality and I have a whole episode I'll link that below as well all about the gunas why we need to understand them why they're important and how to work with them but I'll just briefly tell you so the kappa gunas are well let's just say okay yes some of the kappa gunas are heavy slow dull cold cool oily smooth slimy dense cloudy sticky and static and so all of those things, all of those gunas, all of those qualities are going to increase kapha dosha, which is going to push into imbalance if there's too much. So if you feel yourself feeling heavy, slow, dull, cold, cool, dense, static, those types of things, you may be coming into a kapha imbalance. So what do you need? What are the opposite gunas, the opposite qualities that are going to pacify or decrease the kapha dosha? light, warm, sharp, pungent, penetrating, and rough are just a few of the the gunas that are opposite of the kapha dosha that are 
going to bring it back into balance. Something that's sweet is balanced through something that's pungent or even astringent is kind of the opposite. And we'll go into those six tastes now, how to recognize them and how to feed your dosha a little bit. So the six tastes are sweet, sour, salty, bitter, astringent, and pungent. We're all familiar with sweet, sour, and salty. Um, pungent, a bit, uh, bitter, astringent, and pungent are usually words that we don't fully throw around that often. Bitter, we know, is like when we took medicine and we know that's a really bitter flavor, but it also is seen in leafy greens, Brussels sprouts, asparagus, things of that nature. Um, pungent is seen in garlic, onions, mustard, and hot spices. Astringent is that flavor that kind of causes a little bit of a dryness feeling in your mouth. Not like, not a pucker like a sour pucker, but kind of a pucker where you feel the dryness on like the back of your teeth or on your teeth. And when you bite into a underripe or a green banana, you kind of get that feeling. Or maybe a celery, a raw celery. Raw veggies have the astringent quality. So what are the aggravating and pacifying tastes for kappa? So kappa is aggravated by sweet, sour, and salty flavors, so we want to avoid those, and they are pacified by pungent, astringent, and bitter. Alrighty. A few spices that are good for kappa are cayenne, turmeric, and ginger. Those are good ones to keep kappa warm and stimulated. Okay, so what are the do-nots? Do what are the don'ts for kappa season? What do we want to avoid? What do we not want to not do during kappa season to remain balanced so that we don't get all depressed and upset? I'm going to tell you. little drink of my kombucha. Okay. The don'ts for kappa season. So do not eat sweet, sour, and salty foods. As mentioned before, I just told you how those are aggravating to the, the kapha dosha because those are the flavors of the kapha dosha. So like increases like, right? So if you're eating a whole bunch of sweet, sour, and salty foods, you're going to inevitably probably go into a kapha imbalance. So avoid fruits, nuts, and smoothies. Um, stone fruits are actually best for kapha if necessary. And, um, you know, apples are usually really good, especially if they're cooked and stewed or put with like spices, cinnamon, ginger. That's great. Um, and dried fruits are even better. Um, so, and something else that you want to avoid, you do not want to add extra salt to your food, okay? That goes along with not eating sweet, sour, and salty foods. Do not add extra salt to your food. Salty flavors stimulate hunger. It's going to make you more hungry. This is bad for kappa, especially during kappa season when we're inside so much more and we are wanting to just kind of cuddle up, watch a movie, and snack all day. We need to really be mindful of what we're consuming. Another thing that you want to avoid, number three thing, so we said avoid um, eating sweet, sour, and salty foods, avoid adding extra salt, and another thing, and this might be hard for some of you, might not, depending, I know I, I do not struggle with this, but my fiance does, but do not go out for a steak dinner. If you already have a kappa imbalance, red meat is not good for kappa. It increases the kappa imbalance. Red meat is just a no-no for kappa. Um, poultry and seafood are better. And so if you are a person that loves to eat meat and you are a carnivore um, and you have a prominent kappa dosha in your constitution or you tend to eat a lot of red meat during kappa season, maybe try to switch to poultry and seafood 
and that might help you out a little bit if you experience imbalance. Okay, so we have one, two, three, four. Number four, do not drink ice water. You've probably heard me say this a million times and you will probably hear me say this a million times more. Do not drink ice water, do not drink ice water, do not drink ice water, especially if you are a kappa dosha. You do not want to drink ice water. It is going to put your agni out, your digestive fire. It's literally like pouring a bucket of water on a fire. And then you're going to expect expect your body to be able to do its job, absorb your food, to digest all the all the food that you give it, absorb the nutrients properly. You're not going to get the results that you're looking for. You're going to experience imbalanced things such as bloating, um, maybe even some other un, unwanted things. So just do not drink ice water. Okay, number five, do not consume dairy. So dairy, this can be a tough one for some of you. Again, I'm lactose intolerant, so I do not struggle with this because it makes me sick, but I used to love dairy. I, I, I ate it in every single meal, especially cheese, and I know cheese is a hard one, um, but it's really important to avoid dairy as much as possible if you are a kappa dosha. Dairy produces mu mucus in the body, which actually causes congestion and inflammation that leads to further dis-ease in the body. Body disease and so if you have a prominent Cappadocia or if you struggle from any type of congestion or mucus or inflammation I challenge you to go on a dairy detox and see how it helps you do it for a week or two and um, see how you feel afterwards because it has made all the difference in my life and I used to have seriously seriously bad allergies like seriously and I'm not even I have my mainly pitta and vata in my comp constitution and my allergies because of my congestion were so bad and once I stopped consuming dairy they went away. I hardly ever get any allergies and I never get congested anymore. Okay so do not be a couch potato. I think this is number six. Do not be a couch potato for obvious reasons. We want to keep moving people, right? An object in motion wants to stay in motion. An object at rest wants to stay at rest. We know this. It's physics keep moving during the winter. It can be harder to pull yourself out of that. Maybe get a friend, hold yourself accountable, do some sort of like exercise challenge where you spend at least 15-20 minutes a day doing something. If it's walking around your house, whatever you have to do to keep moving. Okay, Right now we are on a 30-30-30 challenge where we do reps of 30 of certain exercises every morning and that actually really helps to do it first thing in the morning gets the gets the blood going and it gets you like ready for your day kind of just like turns you on for your day you know what I mean and speaking of potatoes not being one don't eat them either okay so do not eat root veggies during kappa season this can be really hard root veggies are usually really you go, you go for them during kappa season, and if you have a really prominent vata dosha, then this can be okay, but if you already suffer from kappa imbalance, try to avoid eating root veggies. This means potatoes, yams, beets, sweet potatoes, radishes, etc. It's going to push you deeper into an imbalance because they're so grounding, and uh, Kappa is already a really grounded time. We're already really like in our in our inside, indoors, within ourselves. It's a very internal time. 
And so we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to help ourselves and staying stimulated so that way we don't become like, you know, so tired all the time. I struggle with this. I love my sleep. I love my sleep. I can't imagine if I had a prominent competition. <laughs> I love sleeping. Okay, and that brings me to my next point. Do not nap during the day, okay? Especially as a kappa, but during kappa season, it's important, and I know this is can be really, really hard, um, but please try to stick to your routine. It is so important Excuse me, to maintain a solid routine during these really heavy winter months. Of course, the occasional nap is fine, and it's actually great rest, listen to your body, do what you need to do, but avoid over-napping and making it a habit, especially if you have a lot of kappa in your constitution already, or if you are experiencing a kappa imbalance. Do not harm yourself. Do yourself a favor and go to bed earlier or whatever you need to do to avoid having that nap during the day. Maybe take a look at your diet. You might be consuming some foods that are a little heavy for kappa and making you sleepy, right? And my last point that I want to say, the last don't for today is do not be a slob, my friends. Kappa season, we're inside a lot. We're in our homes. We're doing a lot of indoor activities. Things can get messy, okay? It's important to keep yourself moving. If that's one of your things that you're like, okay, part of my keeping myself moving is that I clean my house once a week and you stick to that, then do that. But keep it clean. Keep everything straightened up. Keep it as clean as you can. Um, garbage in, garbage out, and vice versa is what I always say. If you are living in a trashy environment, you're going to feel trashy and like garbage on the inside. And if you're putting garbage in your body, then you're going to feel like garbage on the outside too okay so avoid sweet sour salty foods uh, avoid red meat avoid dairy avoid ice water keep moving don't be a couch potato don't eat root veggies don't nap during the day and don't be a slob those are the don'ts for kappa season so stay tuned for part two where we are going to uncover all of the do's and these are juicy my friends juicy my friends so part two all about what to do during kappa season the do's so stay tuned for that and also check the links below you can sign up for all of my upcoming workshops that are in the making for you guys and also to be the first in the know for all of the goods and the deals and the whatnots and getting your special love letters and oh yeah girlfriend oh yeah that's all i have for you today like i said you will be back and i'm gonna stop talking now i love you and if you loved this episode, don't forget to subscribe and rate and share with a friend who needs to hear it. Also, I would love if you could leave me a review on iTunes and take a screenshot and email it over to me at theworthybitch at gmail.com. That's the worthy B period TCH at gmail.com. Link is in the show notes and I will send you a free gift of my 30 affirmations for the doshas that will assist you in your practice to find balance. And as always, I thank you so much for taking this time today to show up for yourself and do the work. Keep living life on purpose, my worthy bitches.